0: Carol Clybaker, your announcer for this, the 10th Sunday after Pentecost. The Reverend Jake Sletten will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the organist, Reverend Ben Schumacher, and the acolytes are Carson Ray and Kai Brown. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Glennon and Carolyn Clybaker and family, and Alan Clybaker in honor of Ella Clybaker's 95th birthday on August 11th. Our opening hymn is, Blessed Jesus at Your Word, on page 904 of the Lutheran Service Book. Again, Blessed Jesus at Your Word is the opening hymn on page 904 of the Lutheran Service Book.
1: All right, we have just a few announcements before we continue with our worship service for this Sunday morning. First of all, the new members class will be beginning on September the 10th, so if you... Uh, are somebody or know somebody who might be interested in in taking this new members class, we'll be beginning September the 10th. Uh, We will be meeting, uh, I believe, in the chapel, the small chapel over there on Sunday mornings. And um, again, if you are somebody or if you know somebody who would be interested in taking that class, it's a six-week class and it begins on Sunday morning, September 10th at 8.45 over there in the small chapel. If you have any questions about that, please see me. I'll be happy to answer those as best as I can. There will be a special voters meeting on August the 27th, I believe, where is the president? I just saw him. He's in the back, oh, there he is. That's for Amanda's colloquy call, correct? Okay, very good. So we will be voting on uh, extending a, an official call to Amanda Menning to be our, um, well, she is our principal, but to be the called principal of our school, and that will be on uh, Sunday, August the 27th. Also in your bulletin, Dorothy can I see your bulletin real quick? This one here. On page, you hold that, there you go. On page three, at the bottom of page three, you'll notice something new, it's called communion confession. In an effort both to confess and to remind all of us, both members as well as visitors of what we believe uh, and what we confess about Holy Communion, we will be responding in that communion confession together uh, right before we partake in communion. So we'll be looking for that when we get there. Thank you, Dorothy. And, of course, every Sunday morning we have Sunday school and adult Bible class. Uh, they begin at 8.45, and they are over in the school right upstairs, the first classroom on left. I think that is all the announcements that I was given. So let's, uh, let's then um, begin our worship service today with a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for this Lord's Day. Lord, we thank you that every Sunday we have the, the great privilege and the great opportunity for our ears to hear of your gospel, of your good news, your, your saving work which you have accomplished for us and continues to this very day and will always continue. Uh, Lord, we, we ask now that by your Holy Spirit that you would give us a zeal this morning for your house of worship here. Thank you, Lord, and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we begin with our first hymn, Blessed Jesus at your word. It's number 904904. We begin this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us then confess our sins unto God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature.
0: the sake of your son Jesus Christ have mercy on us forgive us renew us and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name amen
1: and so Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins so then in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name.
0: Make known his deeds among the people.
1: He spread a cloud for covering.
0: And Fire to give light by night.
1: They asked, and he brought quail.
0: And he gave them bread from heaven in abundance. He
1: opened the rock, and water gushed out.
0: It flowed from the desert like a river.
1: he remembered his holy promise.
0: Abraham, his servant.
1: So he brought his people out with joy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit as it, was in, as it was in the beginning, is now, is now and, will be, and forever, will be forever. Amen. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon His name, people. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God, preserve us from all harm and danger, that we, being ready in both body and soul, may cheerfully accomplish what what you want done. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, amen.
2: The Old Testament reading this morning comes from the book of Job, chapter 38, verses 4 through 18. The Lord said to Job, Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out from the womb? When I made clouds its garment, and thick darkness its swaddling band, and prescribed limits for it, and set bars and doors, and said, Thus far shall you come, and no farther, and here shall your proud waves be stayed. Have you commanded the morning since your days began, and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the skirts of the earth, and the wicked be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the seal, and its features stand out like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked into the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you comprehended the expanse of the earth? Declare if you know all this. This is the word of our Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: It's now time for all of the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message. So come on up. Also, make sure to bring your mighty mites today as well. All right, you guys can turn around and face me, please. Okay. What is this? It's a rock, good job. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it wasn't a trick question. It's a rock. Now, would, I, would you believe me if I told you that this rock at one time was part of an ax? Like an ax like you chop stuff with? Okay, well, it was. Guess who made the ax? I did, no, Jesus definitely did not make it, but if he did, it would be a lot better acts than what your dad did. <laughs> I, my, my wife, several years ago, as a birthday present, bought me uh, a one-day outing at a survival camp, right? Because so, I, I used to love watching these survival shows, and then they took off my favorite one, and I don't watch it anymore. But I, I used to love how these, these guys and these people would, would go out, and they would just be dropped off into the middle of nowhere... And they would have to survive with very little things that they would have. Well, one of the, th- of the things that they tried to teach us was that you could, if you, were, if you were wise enough, if you were resourceful enough, that you could make an axe out of just um, sort of shaving off a piece of rock that was hopefully sharp, sharp enough. And then what you did was you basically got a, a stick that was the appropriate kind of stick. I don't remember what kind that it was. See how good that I am? And then the instructor made some kind of a gum from sap or something. I don't know quite how he did it. I was like, okay, great. So I put the stick on, t- on the bottom of this rock. He's gluing the rock together, and I take about two swipes at whatever it is that I'm trying to cut, and it breaks. Completely breaks. If for whatever reason you and I get left out into the middle of nowhere... I'm gonna be relying on you to help us out because with, with me, we may not make it out alive. Um, this rock is really not really good for anything unless it's connected to what it's supposed to be connected to. If it doesn't have the, the little um, sticky sap for which to connect to the stick, empty, don't, to, to, for which to connect to the stick, well then you can't really use it much for anything. Okay, that's kind of kind of what we're going to be talking about in the sermon for today, how without, without faith, specifically the faith that we have been given as a free gift from God, really, we're, we're not really worth much of anything, okay? But with God, okay, as we're going to talk about, but with God, as Jesus says, all things are possible, specifically the salvation that we have been given. Will you guys put your hands together and repeat after me. Dear Jesus, thank you that with you all things are possible. Thank you for the gift of faith that you give to me and sustain in me. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for coming up. You guys can go back and sit with your folks.
2: The epistle this morning is from Romans 10, verses 5 through 17. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. This is the word of our Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: And they cried out in fear, but immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him. Saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the gospel of our Lord.
0: Thanks, John. We now sing excuse me, we now sing the hymn of the day. God Moves in a Mysterious Way, page number 765 in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, God Moves in a Mysterious Way, page number 765, verses 1, 4, and 5.
1: Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen. The text for this morning's message is the gospel lesson that was just read from Matthew chapter 14. You'll want to have that in front of you because we'll be referring to it as we go along in the sermon for this morning. I love whenever this particular text comes around once every three years or once every couple of years because it's in Mark as well as in Matthew because I get to tell the story of when I walked on water. It was the summer of 1999 and I had just graduated high school and I went to work for a summer camp there but it's uh, it's camp Io De Sica. perhaps some of you have heard of it before and I was put in charge, I was the high adventure coordinator, which is a lot fancier than the job that it was. Um, and what we, had de- what we had decided to do, all of the counselors, was every night during the weeks of camp, there would be different um, dramas that were played out about different Bible stories that are in Scripture. And we decided that one night we were going to try to portray jesus walking on the water but we couldn't figure out well how are we going to get people to walk on the water i mean obviously we can't do it so somebody it wasn't it wasn't me but somebody had the really great idea that if we got a really long piece of wood really really long and wide enough not really wide as you'll find out in just a minute but wide enough that 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 somebody could mostly walk on and then if we put black inner tubes underneath that board, then maybe it would actually work. And it did work. <laughs> For a month. Until it was my turn. And so it, it, it got to be my turn where I was the one to portray Jesus walking out on the water. There are people who are over there on the other side of the pond who are pretending to be the disciples, and I'm in this white... Robe and and with this hood on, and I'm walking out as carefully as I possibly can. The board was wet, and I'm walking out as carefully as I possibly can. And wouldn't you know what? A small gust—it's like—it's—it's like like a small gust of wind came up, and I go headlong into the pond, and I am soaking wet. I I am completely soaked. And then the guy, the guy, the other counselor who was uh, who was playing Peter shouts out, hey, Jesus, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> yeah, that, that was the, the first the only and the last time that I ever walked on water. Getting a little bit more serious now. I'll never forget a, a member at my previous congregation uh, from a previous pastor. I wasn't sure who that it was. I didn't. I didn't want to know, didn't really care to know. She had gone into the hospital with a very severe disease, and she wasn't getting better. She wasn't getting better. And she had told me, she said, Pastor, the pastor at that time had told me that the reason why I wasn't getting any better is because I didn't have enough faith. It's because I wasn't praying about it enough, and I wasn't believing about it enough that my faith in Jesus was weak and so that's why this terrible disease is not getting any better I'm sure that perhaps some of you have been told something similar to that before and if you have ever been told something like that before I am incredibly sorry because it's simply not true and as we're going to find out our faith is a free gift It is something that God, through His Holy Spirit, promises to keep in us, to strengthen in us, and to sustain in us. Oftentimes, people will look at this text of Jesus, I'm sorry, of, uh, yes, of Jesus walking on the water, and they will single out Peter. And they will say that the purpose of this text is that, A, Peter was so bold in his faith that he stepped out on the water. And they will say that because Peter stepped out on the water, well then we as Christians too, we should should be willing to be so bold in our faith to step out in faith and, and, and come to Jesus. But folks, if the point of this text is Peter's stepping out on the water and us stepping out in faith, then the point of this text is utter failure. Utter and complete failure. Peter is not to be emulated or used as as an example of having faith or having strong faith in this text. If you look back at your text with me, There are two separate times, verse 28, the first time, and verse 30, the second time. Two separate times in which Peter doubts. In which Peter doubts Jesus. In verse 28, it says, And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Lord, if it's really you, then command me to come out on the water. Go back up to the Previous verse, verse 27, the original Greek here is very, very helpful. Jesus says, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. In the original Greek, Jesus says, take heart, I am. Remember from the Old Testament, that when somebody asked God to give him, to give them his name, he simply said, I am. Right after Jesus tells his disciples who is walking to them on the water, Peter has the gall to say, Well, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you on the water. That's the first doubt. The second time comes in verse 30. Peter is walking on the water. He's going to Jesus, and it says, But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Lord, will you really do what you promised that you would do? Would you allow me to come out on the water unharmed? And notice, too, notice what Jesus doesn't say after he saves them. Notice that when, after Jesus saves Peter, notice that he doesn't lift Peter out of the water and slap him on the back and say, Good job! You almost had it! You almost did it. I'm so proud of you, Peter, for for stepping out in faith. He didn't say that at all. As a matter of fact, it's the complete opposite of any kind of praise. It's a rebuke. He says, oh, you of little faith. Why did you doubt? Notice, too, that when Peter and Jesus climb back into the boat, notice what the disciples don't do. They don't slap Peter on the back and say, good job, man, you're you're the example. You're you're how all of us should be. Man, I wish I had your faith, Peter. It it doesn't happen. They simply get back in the boat, and the text records that, that the wind and the waves calm, and they go on about their day. There are two verses from... Scripture that I want to point out to you. The first one comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. This is where Paul is talking about his, this thorn that is in his side and how he has pleaded to Christ three separate times to take this thorn away from him. And God comes to him and says, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. And then in verse 10, 12, verse 10, for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. And this is the key. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You see, folks, this is why Peter's failure is exactly why faith is a gift. This is exactly why faith has to be a gift. Why faith must be a gift. Because left up to our own devices, and left up to our own so-called abilities with, with faith, we fail every single time. Every single time. You will, on your own, you will never have enough faith. You won't. It's impossible. Because of the sin that you and I were born with, we, I think, I think Paul describes this in one of his letters, we just sort of flap around in the wind, and whichever way that the wind blows us, well, that's the direction that we go in. How often have we either said to, uh, to other people, or we have thought to ourselves, or perhaps we have even prayed to God, you know, I just don't think I have enough faith. Beware anybody, whether it's a pastor or a teacher or anybody, beware anybody who uses if-then statements with regards to your relationship with God. Beware of anybody that says, if we would just do this, then God will bless us like this. If we would just have a better prayer life, if we would devote ourselves to God's word, well, then God will bless us beyond measure if we would just have more faith in what God does in our lives, well then, well, then anything is possible for us. That's not what it says. That's not what God's Word says at all. God's Word says that without this free gift of faith, that you are nothing. For I am the branches, he says. I'm sorry, for I am at the vine. You are the branches. Apart from me, you can't do anything. You can't accomplish Anything. The second verse that I want to point you to is John chapter 3, verses 28 through 30. This is a very interesting point in John's gospel. John the Baptist has just been killed. No, I'm sorry. Um, John chapter 3, beginning at verse 28. This is what John says to his... Disciples. He says, You yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. And here's the important part He must increase, and I must decrease. He must increase and I must decrease. You see, as a gift, faith as a gift does the extraordinary, it does the impossible. The only way that Peter is the example to us in this particular text is that we're drowning. We're drowning in our unbelief. We are drowning in our sin. We need somebody. We need someone to do the impossible. Without Christ, we fail. But with Him, the impossible is possible. People say, well, there's no way that the dead can come back to life. There's there's no way. A dead man come come back to life? Hardly. People say, well, there is is no way that that Eden can ever possibly be restored. And yet with Christ? This is what he means when he says, with with me, with Christ, all things are possible. Again, don't let anybody ever tell you that when Jesus says all things are possible, that you can climb Mount Everest because Jesus says that it's possible. That's not what that means. When Jesus says that with him, with me, all things are possible, he means that what was once impossible has now been done, is now possible. Our salvation... We were were so broken and so set apart and so far away from God and through Christ, through his blood and through his death and through his resurrection. And the faith that he gives us to believe that, the faith that is a free gift, all things are possible. Salvation for you and for me is possible. So when we have those moments of doubt, when we have those moments where we say, you know, I just don't know if Jesus is even, is even listening to me right now, when we have those moments when, when we don't have the, the amount of faith that we, that we should have, Jesus says, even if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to go throw himself into the sea, and he'll do it. That's how big that our salvation is. That's how big of a thing that Jesus did for you and for me. Because without Christ, without Christ, nothing is possible. Our salvation is nowhere near being able to be reached and able to be achieved. It's not about Peter's boldness or his... Stepping out in faith, but rather it is about that in our utter failure to have faith and our weakness, we are made strong because of he who has paid the price to make it so, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please stand. And so it is through this faith that we have been given that we confess together the words of, of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Nicene Creed as, as it is found printed on the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty. I believe maker in one God, earth, the Father Almighty, of all maker of
0: heaven and earth, and of all things visible and Lord invisible. Christ Father and the Son, who with the the Father and the Son Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, prophets. and I believe in one one holy Christian apostolic church, I acknowledge acknowledge one baptism baptism for the remission of sins, and I look look for the the resurrection of the dead dead. and the life of the world to come. Amen.
1: So at this time, we gather our tithes and offerings.
0: The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. In celebration of the 50th anniversary of the Reformation, t-shirts like the students and faculty of Trinity Lutheran School will be wearing to school activities are being offered to our church family so that they may celebrate the Reformation anniversary. If you would like to purchase a t-shirt, call the school and the orders are due on August 16th. The first day of school will be Wednesday, August 16th and opening chapel service will be at 8.30. There will be a special voters meeting on August 27th immediately after church to call Mrs. Amanda Minning as our principal. Pastor Jake is starting a class for noon prospective members on September 10th at 8.45 in the chapel. Trinity's children's Sunday school and adult Bible classes meet at 8.45 a.m. each Sunday in the school. A men's Bible study meets at 6.30 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week in surrounding areas. For more information about the Bible studies, Call the church office at 417-235-7300. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness to the public marketplace. Today's message is looking for a good speaker. For times and locations near you, visit www.lutheranhour.org or contact the church office. These broadcasts are made possible by donations to the Broadcast Ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. That number is 417-235-7300. And now we will rejoin the congregation as the pastor receives the offerings and we begin the communion service.
1: This morning, we have a few folks that we want to remember. First for those on our health list. For Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Mary Fritz, Ella Kleibaker, Flora Oberman, Landreth Worm, Dana Robb, Erwin Kruger, Erna Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Carol McIntyre, Marilyn Stewart, Elmer Kaiser, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Dan Haynes, Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, and Steve Doss. Also for Lauren Barnes, uh, upon 81 years of life, celebrated on August the 14th. So we go to our Lord in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that with you and through you, that the impossible has now and is possible. That once, Lord, of that when we were so lost, lost in our sin, lost in our unbelief, that you came as the great shepherd of the sheep, and you found us. And you brought us back with you. We thank you, Lord, that because of you, that salvation in heaven, everlasting life, free from from sin and death, is now possible and has been made available and has been given to us because of your death on the cross and because of your resurrection three days later. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
1: Precious Lord, we lift up a special prayer for our school as we begin on Wednesday, the the first day. Lord, we pray for all of the students and the families and all of our faculty and staff. Lord, prepare us in heart, mind, and soul. Lord, may this year uh, at Trinity Lutheran School, Lord, may this be the best year yet. Lord, in your mercy,
0: hear our prayer.
1: Gracious Lord, we also pray for the nation and the world that we live in. We pray especially, Lord, for the events in Charlottesville, and we ask, Lord, that there would be healing there, that there would be peace. Lord, there and throughout our nation, throughout the world, where there is hate, may there be love, may there be love that is found in you and in your gospel. Lord, Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
1: Lord, we also pray for all those that we know who are suffering, whether it be physically, spiritually, or emotionally. We pray especially, Lord, for those that we've named on our health list. Lord, especially for all those that we name before you in our hearts now. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord, we also thank you for 81 years of life given to Lauren, and we ask, Lord, that you would bring him closer to you during this next year. Continue to watch over him, guard and protect him. Lord, we, we give you thanks for the faith that you have given to him, the faith that is a free gift to everlasting life. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
1: Finally, Lord, we thank you for the gift of Holy Communion that is here before us. We give you thanks, Lord, that in, with, and under the bread and the wine, we find your body and your blood really present here for the forgiveness of our sins, for the redemption of our souls. We thank you, Lord, that in this supper that you nourish us, that you feed us in both body and in soul. Lord, in your mercy... Hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord, our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places. Give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him, being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly instructed. In communion, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. And with Lutheran Christians, you confess.
0: I recognize and confess that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament and under the form of the bread and wine. I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith and
1: life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which He was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
0: The first communion hymn will be Lead Me, Guide Me, page number 721 in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, Lead Me, Guide Me, page number 721. again that first communion hymn will be lead me guide me page number 721. it has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri we pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. if you are not able to be with us in person We invite you to listen by means of this radio station or on freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May his love surround you and his mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Carol Quibaker, and we now return you to the studios of KKBL. Have a wonderful, blessed week. The current hymn is, O Lord, We Praise Thee, page number 617 in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, O Lord, We Praise Thee, page number 617.
1: We give thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us to this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace.
0: The closing hymn today is Children of the Heavenly Father found on page number 725 of the Lutheran Service Book. Again, Children of the Heavenly Father, page number 725.
1: Thank you all very much for being here on this Sunday morning. We pray that the time of worship was a blessed one for you. Please keep in your prayers our school that begins this coming Wednesday. We have 79 students enrolled this year, and so we are very excited about that, very excited about it. Please keep the students and the families and the faculty and staff in your prayers as we uh, begin the 2017-2018 year that the Lord has blessed us with. And so. Uh, I I pray that you all would have a very blessed week.
0: It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistat, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.frystatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Carol Kleibaker, and we wish you a blessed week.